Mike, you're doing electrical engineering, right? I'm CPs, the computer. Okay. I okay. tried the whole electrical thing, and then Oakwood in physics. It was like a different thing from UH in physics. Oh, oh okay. Got you. And and I realized I was like, it, it worked out. That's where I needed to be in the first place. Yeah. So you guys are coming to the convention this year? Yes. Yeah. Good. It worked out because it's in Atlanta. We were like, that's too close to, to not go. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That focus is good enough to you, Mike. Bro, I was checking my junk earlier. I think half of it might be Zoom. Okay, good. <laughs> I felt like I was uh, because I was like, out of focus. Like, That's there. extra grain, but I was like, it's it has to be Zoom. It gotta be on this end. Y'all look clear though. Y'all look good. That's yeah. what I said. Y'all look fine. George has been a minute, man. Hey, man. <laughs> since uh, <laughs> since last year, for real. Been a minute. Uh, like I said, we don't really script anything, so we may, you know, ask you some questions that aren't on there as the conversation flows. <laughs> you, you know how. Yeah. You. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can. This is all be edited anyway. Camera magic. Two. What are you doing? Okay. You know what's hilarious? I was just thinking about before this. Hmm. It's amazing how. Something could just not work, and then you unplug it and plug it back in, and it just fixes the problem. Literally, literally what's happening yeah. with this camera. I am going to go ahead and get started with our introduction and everything, and we'll uh, we'll see how this turns out. <laughs> you ready, Mike? I'm ready if you are. You ready, too? Yeah. All right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Late for Lunch podcast. I'm your host, Clueless. And I'm your co-host, Chet. And as you can see, if you're watching on our YouTube, we do have another guest in the studio. And <laughs> we're going to get to that in a second. But first, some housekeeping, because we haven't been here in a minute. It's been a while since you guys have uh, seen an episode from us. We dropped one this uh, past Thursday. Yeah, past Thursday. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, have notifications on, I got a notification about it when I, I dropped it. Yeah, exactly. By the way, you said a minute. It's been over three hundred days. Yeah, it's been it's, it's been, been a, quite a little, year. I was gonna say in the yeah. studio, but out of the studio has been hey, crazy. The virtual studio. Yeah, the virtual studio. So, yeah, if you guys have the notifications on you'll get this one as well hopping right into our episode if you listen to the last one we are talking about um young black professionals this camera <laughs> we are talking about young black professionals in uh the workforce so being that Taylor studied what i'm studying right now uh chemistry and chemical engineering and just started a job at coke industries Mm -hmm. Coke, agronomic mm -hmm. services, but same oh, thing. Yeah, okay, <laughs> give it to us then. And uh, we just went to, you know, get her in the studio and kind of pick her brain a little bit, talk to her. She does also have a podcast, The Safe Space. Well, you know how it goes. We'll plug everything at the end and tell you everywhere you can find Taylin as well. And uh, yeah, so we went to high school with Taylin in Atlanta, from Atlanta, mm -hmm. you know everybody we usually get in the studio has to have some connection to atlanta some connection so uh yeah went way. to high school together same college like we said same program that 
that me and Mike are doing as well. Mike is doing. I went up you. <laughs> I've known Taylor for forever. In fact, <laughs> when we were younger, her brother used to play for my dad. Uh, and that was when her brother was maybe in day. like seventh grade. Oh, so yeah. I've, oh, God. I've known her since maybe third, second, third grade, maybe around that time. Yeah, so it's, we were kids. it's been a minute. Yeah, it's, yeah. Been, it's been a long time. I remember yeah. when you were like five feet tall for yeah. a very long time. And you know, you just grew. it wasn't that long ago either. You know, well, <laughs> I can't say that now. High school was a, high school was a long time ago. But yeah. 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 That's what everybody. Uh, what's going on? What is that? Six years for us? Hey, Five man, years? don't say it out loud. Uh, don't say it out loud. Yeah, it's, we don't say it's, it out loud. Uh, it's wild to think about. I can't lie. So being that we, you know, are kind of growing up, like you said, it's been since seventh grade. We're now entering the workforce, uh, you know, finishing up our degree programs and everything like that. Eventually, as we know, we will be the ones making black history. And mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of something we wanted to highlight, having all these, you know, young professionals on like Taylor and a few others that you heard from. You heard from Kayana, who is doing great things in her business. Uh, just plug that episode. And then we the question we, we kind of want to deal with in this whole Black History is about we want to know what you think it'll be like, Taylor, this is to you. What do you think it'll be like when our generation is making the Black History? Like what what kind of things do you think we'll we'll do, we'll kind of strive for inventions and all that kind of stuff? What do you think it'll be like when when we're the ones who are looking history in the face and and writing our names in those history books. Question. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be really crazy because, like, I know so many, at least basically all my friends that I went to high school with, and you guys know all of them, but they're all in, like, graduate school, becoming doctors. And one of my friends just texted me yesterday about how she's graduating from law school at um, University of Alabama. Okay. Like, there are just... It's it's so many people that I can list off that are in all of these different careers and not just like STEM, but like people who are content creators or mm. have their own businesses. Like you guys mentioned, Kayana, like I was in a class with her mm. and it's like we just know so many people to the point where um, the possibilities for our like our kids is going to be crazy because like we are going to know someone in every single profession. It's like what? Just choose what you want to do. Like, exactly. who do you want me to call? And I've been I've been looking at that recently because I've been trying to get my LinkedIn profile, you know, up there. Mm -hmm. Um, the what they say, nepotism rules the world, is a very true statement. And we're starting to have yeah. some friends in some very very high places. Like, you better tell somebody. That, like, look look at who's sitting in the studio right now. And I just texted Kaylin on Instagram one day. I was like, Taylor, and was like, uh, yo, let's get together and do something. So uh, yeah. it's it's definitely gonna be crazy when when you know we're the ones doing the inventions and we never thought we would get here like we never thought we would be at yeah. the point through when we get through school and all the other stuff and yeah it because it feels right now it feels like forever I cannot lie it, it does but even now like it's so encouraging to see like because I know like I said you're tailing you're the girls basketball point guard. Right. And now you're like you was, you was hooping at Triple A, like, and now it's like, whoa, no, 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 that's that's not who she is anymore. I mean, she probably yeah. still has that on the side, but now 
full on professional, you know, like killing yes. it in the world. So that's a great segue yeah. into our next question. Um, as you kind of entered the professional workspace and, uh, you know, started your new job at, go ahead, tell me one more time, because I'm going to get it wrong every time. This Coke Agronomic Services. There it is. Um, you yep. kind of work with like micronutrients and it's like a mm -hmm. fertilizer kind of company. Like you, is that what you um, mean? Yeah. So they sell coatings for fertilizers and for seeds. Look at okay. the Kim people. Yeah. <laughs> so proud Speaking of Speaking my language now. Okay. Um, oh so my gosh. Kind of tell us about what your experience has been, you know, kind of the expected, mm -hmm. unexpected. Do you have any like wisdom for those coming behind you? Uh, myself right here. For sure. What, what kind yeah. of things like, talk, talk to us about your experience in the workplace so far. Um, so I'll say that the job that I'm working now is not my first experience with being in corporate America. So I did do a lot of internships before I started okay. working. Um, so I'm not, I feel like my expectations were kind of more so on the line of, I guess, how my job was at those other places. But this place was really different because I feel like it wasn't, it was, it felt like it was a lot more kind of like together and intimate with the mm. people that were actually working there yeah. and i think one thing that i did not expect is just that working with adults especially people that are older than you you assume they're like oh everyone's very mature you mm. know they you know kind of have their stuff together but it's like adults are very like they're just big kids <laughs> like they come to work with attitudes people have no. problems be trying to talk about people at work and stuff hey. and it's just like you kind of have to go into it, especially being so young, like really knowing who you are, what your boundaries are um, at my job. And I feel like I can say this now because my manager ended up quitting. No. And so she was having a lot of like, like right it seemed like there. it was a lot of. Yeah, it seemed like it was a lot of personal problems that she was having. So she kind of left in disgrace. I'll just put it that way. Ooh. And when we would have conversations sometimes, she would talk to me in a way where it was like she was trying to get me to say negative things about people I was working with. Mm -hmm. And so I was not going for that. And then she would tell other people that I was very quiet, which I mean, y'all know me. I'm not one that talks a whole lot, but I was very in yeah, like I was very intentional about the things I said to her because like I can tell that you're trying to get me to say things that I'm not about to sit here and talk to you about because one, I don't know you. Two, I don't trust you. Three, this is highly inappropriate to do at work. So like knowing what your boundaries are when you come in these spaces, like don't assume that these people have your back. Don't assume that they have your best interests at heart. Like you're going to have to come in there with a lot of emotional intelligence to know like this is why I'm here. This is how I'm going to behave. When someone brings up my name, you're going to know what I stand for. And it's not going to be certain things. So okay. I think that's a big thing that I did not expect to happen. I kind of hinted at it a little bit, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you questions so you can go into it. I want to see, I wanna see if, you wanna, if you're going to go to the same place I'm going to go. go ahead. So coming from our background, uh, Christian education, um, mostly mm -hmm. black all the way through from, yeah. like Mike was saying, before seventh grade, that's... Mm -hmm. Deja days and then of course going to an HBCU uh, Nesby mm -hmm. and all these other things we can kind of get in the mindset that there's a lot of black engineers mm -hmm. what has been your experience on that part you know I'll say I'll put it lightly and say like the demographics <laughs> of the rooms you find yourself in yeah um 
So I'll say at least at my job, because our department is so small, on the outside looking in is very diverse. So I am one of four black people. Okay. There's an Asian person, uh, is three white people. And I think that's it. So my department is really small. Um, but still, it's just kind of like the people who are of different races, I mean, primarily white, are the people that are in charge. So wow. it's like you're kind of managing this whole team of, you know, different diverse people. And I think that one of the things that helped a lot being raised the way that we were raised is that we know that it's okay to come into a room and be ourselves because that's all we did when we were growing up like no exactly, one exactly. ever told us oh you can't do this like oh you know you're going to be 10 steps behind like we didn't grow up like that like mm -hmm. i know that i'm intelligent the two of you all know that you're intelligent and when you come into a room that you can speak up and you can say the things that you you know want to say and not feel any kind of way about it and so i think that having that background even the transition from oakwood to uah i think that helped a lot because it's like i knew who i was and i wasn't looking for other people to pat me on the back and say oh you're so this you're so that like no like you can doubt me all you want to i really don't care yeah but it's i, never I know yeah before. i know so, what i did to get to this point yeah okay yeah Let's so i think coming mm -hmm. from that background and having those things kind of instilled in you has helped a lot and it will help you guys as well like just knowing that there's nothing you can't do. There's nothing we've never been able to do. There's no opportunity you have never not been able to have, especially now, George, back to your point of like, what it's going to look like when we're black history, like you have people everywhere. You can call, you can call me if you're having problems. You can talk to, um, I know George, you said you talked to Ken. You could talk to Ken. Y'all right. can call Dr. Joseph, like, Yes. I don't know if that answered the question, but... No, yeah. no I think that's More good. Actually, it kind of ties in perfectly. Because <laughs> when you were talking about the, even your previous story, you know, I was like, okay, this makes... One thing that was standing out to me was you said you were finding yourself and being confident in yourself. And, you know, when mm -hmm. we... So yesterday we had a, we had a Nesby event. And during mm -hmm. these events, you know, we all... Oftentimes we're dealing with freshmen and sophomores. And they're just... They're mm -hmm. fresh out of high school. They're just coming into the college experience. I trying to develop and gain that anything. professional experience. You know they're new and then a lot of these kids especially high school and COVID. so this is not yeah. even their first time yeah. out the house this is their first okay. time out being social <laughs> yeah exactly at period all. <laughs> so like when you said you, you how you you know finding yourself and being confident in yourself would you give what are some tips that you would give to those younger people who they don't they may not know who they are yet how can what can they do to find themselves oh gosh um what can you do to find yourself so I think my biggest advice would be try things and don't be afraid to fail. So I wasn't always this way. Um, I think one con for me coming from where we came from, very small school, very, you know, you can feel like a big fish in a very small pond. So going through Oakwood, like I just kind of had this idea for myself that like, you know, I could basically do anything with very minimal effort. Now, Mike, you know, because you're at UAH, that that's not how things work over there. Oh, no. Um, you do a lot of work. Uh, it's very hard. Um, yes. It's consistent. Like, the work culture is completely different. So I think when I transitioned over, that was really where I met my match. And, like, Taylor, you are not just going to skate through this and just do whatever you want to do. And so I think that in that process, as well as going through my internships, because I was 20 years old when I started my first internship, 
I'm 25 now. That was five years ago. Taylin at 20 is very different than Taylin at 25. I was very nervous. I didn't want to say anything to anybody at my internships. I had no idea what to expect. Um, I didn't feel qualified to even get it. I got it at Nesby. I applied, mind you, I applied to like 10 internships during that time. Rejected from all of them, it's except for this game, one. Though. It's a numbers game. There's not, not a single thing that you said one, I can't it's i mean like so that's what happened and like when i got there i'm like man like all these people are so smart like i felt like i was with i just i just felt like i didn't belong there and don't ever go into rooms assuming that you don't belong to be there because when you act that way that's how it's going to come off that's how you're going to act in your work you're not going to be able to feel like you have the ability to do it and when you start doing that then you're not able to perform because the real thing about internships, people don't really want to see if you're going to do it right. They want to see, am I able to give you something and are you able to think it through and explain to me what you're doing, whether you're getting it wrong, whether you're getting it right. In this world, right is just knowing what's wrong. That's really it because right is always going to be something that's better. So I would say just try things. Don't be afraid to fail because failure is so like subjective like you can try again and then succeed so is it a complete failure no um so yeah i think that i would definitely say just try things go through life don't be afraid to mess up because just because you messed up doesn't mean that your value has decreased and you like you're still going to be fine the sun is still going to come up you still going to graduate you still going to get a job like please just when act you, like everything you guys is going to work go out. check out <laughs> Aylin's podcast you'll hear that a lot because she she likes that little statement i can't lie but it's very yes. true it's very true it's a nice it's a nice true statement um so like you said the the path is not always how you expect that it's gonna be um for sure when you're going through you know school entering the workforce getting your internships all these kind of things um and it's tough. It really is. What kind of, I guess, a, a way to put it is resistance or kind of challenges did you face that you weren't really expecting? And and how did you get through them? I know you talked about it on your episode when you talked about your first uh, podcast, but I mean, your mm -hmm. first uh, internship, I'm sorry. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, what kind of what kind of struggles do you feel like you've faced personally and how you kind of overcame them? Oh, gosh. Um, I think struggles that I faced, I definitely struggled with asking for help. Mm. And I think that was a big mm. thing. Say that again. I, that, hear, I hear that one. That was a big thing. And I feel like it's hard because like people who can identify with being very smart or very self-sufficient, um, it's like asking for help is offensive. Like, why do I need help? How dare I need help? Like, Taylin, what are you doing? Why do you need help? And that's not okay. I think that the smartest people that walk into rooms are people who are not afraid to ask questions. I noticed when I went to UAH that the smarter people would be asking questions. They would be not smarter, but people that you knew that knew what they were talking about. They would go and talk to the teacher. They would raise their hand and be wrong sometimes. And I mean, you know, so... I think that was a really big thing that I had to really sh uh, get myself together with this ask for help. Even now in my job, like I'm working in agriculture. I know nothing about agriculture. 
I probably know more about it now since I've been there for a couple months, but mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about it coming in. And so it's like, you can't assume that when you walk into different roles, like, yes, you have a chemistry degree. Yes, you have a chemical engineering degree. Yes, you have an electrical engineering degree. I'm sorry, you're not electrical engineering anymore. Computer science. Hey, bro, I'm, I'm right here with you. Yeah. Right there, but every place that you go is going to be different and there's always going to be learning. And so I think one thing I also had to kind of be challenged with, especially in my program when I was doing the engineering part, is that not focusing so much on the grade, but focusing on exercising that muscle of learning how to learn things. That's a big thing that they taught us. Mm -hmm. George, learning in the program that you're going to do, they specifically make it harder. And they probably do this with all the engineering de uh, departments, but they specifically make it harder to the point where um, when you do your first job, they say that it should be easy. And so um, that's why they make it that way. And I think one thing that they're really trying to do is get you so immersed in things that you don't know, in situations where you are uncertain about what's happening, in machines that you do not know how to work, for you to be able to exercise that muscle, going back and researching, reading through a manual, writing up what you're going to do and trying it. That is a muscle that's exercised. Like that's a skill when you come into the workplace that people do not have. So... I think that's a really big thing that I also had to work through is detaching myself from that grade. Like, yes, you might be failing, but they can't fail everybody. So don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. But um, just really learning and getting the most out of it. I think sometimes that can be lost when you're in programs that are really hard. Like you feel like you're not learning anything, but it's like that's the most important thing to try to do. Um, yes. Yeah. I want to take it back a step real quick. Because I, I like where you were going, right? I, I want to take it back to when you said the, the transition and learning how to learn. Those transitions are not easy. And I know usually it takes a while to say, okay, wait, what I did previously is not working anymore, right? But then also when you jump into, when you take those transitions, the first thing that you do is, hey, this wasn't working. Let me try something new. And a lot of times the first thought or the second thought you have, it's not the one that sticks. It doesn't work. So how exactly did you... How did you grow your patience? How did you follow, like stay patient even when the results weren't showing? Like, hey, maybe I'm studying extra or maybe I'm not going out with friends right now, but I'm not seeing the results. Like the, my grade still said something, but I feel like I'm working harder. How did you develop your patience to where, hey, even though the results are not showing right now, I'm going to stick with this? Yeah, so I think a big part of that, I'm sure, were y'all, did y'all have Mr. Campbell as a teacher? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Mr. Campbell used to always tell us this thing that said respite phenem, which meant keep the end, the end in view. Mm -hmm. And so I would literally have to remind myself, but I mean, and I didn't know this, that this was going to happen, but like that I'm going to pass this class, that I'm going to graduate. Those were two things I kept in my mind all the time. Like there was a time when I was failing a class and I'm like, I'm going to pass this class. I'm not even going to worry about it. So... There is a different kind of peace that you can have when you are resting in the fact that you're trying your best. So I was studying. I was going to office hours. I was trying. I was putting in the time. And a lot of times when you're in school, sometimes when you go to the, the teacher, they see that you're trying. So it's like Absolutely. they're going to see like, OK, this person is trying like I'm a, you know, help them get through. And so I think one of the biggest things, and this is kind of where like having a relationship with God comes into play of like, I know that the Lord has a plan for me and I know 
that he wants me to graduate and I know that I'm going to graduate whether I graduate a year from now whether I graduate two more years from now I remember when I was doing some like research for my podcast I did some interviews with people who I was in school with and I talked to a friend who was in medical school and she said that she didn't know how it was going to happen or when but she just knew that God put her on this earth vocationally to be a doctor she didn't know how it was going to happen. She didn't know how long it was going to take, the ups and downs in the middle of that story, but knowing that that's a promise he made to her. And so it's like, I had to remember, he told me I'm going to graduate. So I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to keep going through these motions mm -hmm. every day, whether it's working out or it's mm -hmm. not. I'm not, I'm not going to stop because that's what he told me. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something that you really have to exercise is that muscle of faith. Like, I don't know, whatever it is that people believe in, but when you're believing in God and that he placed you somewhere and that he's putting you through this process for a reason, because I do feel like as hard as UAH was, there are some things about my relationship with God that I would not have had I not gone through that process, had it not That's been that hard, had I not failed several classes. Yeah, I failed a lot of classes. There was a class I was failing. I had a 20% in the class. I didn't even take the final because I wasted my time. I'm taking it over. I'm taking it over. Why would I waste my time? Bio so, Kim, I'm looking at you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm already yeah, defeated. Well, how am I yeah, going to take no. a bigger Listen, slap in the um, face? <laughs> but had, especially people that can come from this background, at least for me, of tying my identity so closely to the things that I did, mm -hmm. there had to be that separation. It had to be tailing. You are not your own God. It had to be tailing. You cannot mm -hmm. do everything in your own strength, or you will never be able to depend on God for anything. He will never be able to do anything for you. Mm -hmm. He'll never mean anything to you if you think you can do everything on your own. Mm -hmm. So I think developing that patience is a choice. Either you're going to choose to do it or you're not like and we can think about the examples like mr miyagi and um what is that movie called karate kid he had that man doing all this all these types yeah, all of weird things things that didn't connect to each other mm. but in the end that's what he needed to be able to fight that man and win and so i would approach any work situation school situation the same way all you can do is your best and that's it that's that's cool. no you kind of you kind of said like one or two things that kind of helped you get through respite for them keep the interview um what kind of mm -hmm. motivation motivational verses like scriptures quotes did mm -hmm. you have that kind of helped you keep that path and keep that you know growing that patience keep you know looking ahead what what do you what are your motivational like kind of verses that you got and also tied mm -hmm. to that, when you got, what, what what things did you do to lift yourself back up? Mm -hmm. So quotes, yeah, sometimes then, sometimes and it look, methods. Like you said, it looks dark. Okay, so I'll I'll tell you guys the things I did first, and they're probably gonna sound crazy, mm -hmm. but it's fine. So I think one of the first things I did was I am the kind of person where I don't do well if I don't sleep. So I. The year when I was failing a lot of classes, I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't sleeping at all. Um, and so that just wasn't working for me. Um, and so what I had to develop as I went on were non-negotiables or things that I would do to pour into myself every day that I'm just not going to not do. So a lot of times when we're in school and when we're in these tough situations or busy seasons, we just let ourselves go and think, oh, if I just study 24-7, then I'm going to get the grade. No. Sometimes... 
you need to be able to be in your right mind. You need to be able to maybe have healthy food, um, work out or spend an hour just sitting and just being with yourself. So there are certain things that I would do every day that I was not compromising about. It didn't matter if my test wasn't studied for. It didn't matter. I'm uh, I don't think we can hear you anymore too. Okay, it's not me. Yeah, yeah I, I was I was looking. I saw you look. Okay, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can, we can hear you now. Okay, where did I stop at? You were I think you went out about the they things you were it's food, healthy food. Yeah, the things you were doing. Okay, okay. Yeah, so what I was saying is that I had non-negotiable non-negotiables for myself that I would do every day and I would list them in priority order. So say the first one was having worship, the second one was getting um 7-8 hours of sleep, the last one was working out for at least 30 minutes a day. Hmm. So if I know that my day is going to be super busy, the first thing to go is going to be that workout. But I'm going to make sure that I still have my worship and I still get my 7-8 hours of sleep. And so that's kind of what I would do to make sure that I was in the right frame of mind to be able to tackle this stuff because for me I just cannot do things if I don't sleep. Like that's just not going to work for me. So kind of like So being able routine. to identify Hmm. Kind of like having a routine is what you're saying. Like these things. Yeah. That yeah. So do. just being consistent mm, with those things so that when okay. you get to, you know, when you start your day, when you start your schoolwork, whatever, mm. it, you've done those things that you can be in your right frame of mind. Cause I think that that's super important. Some people don't think that, but whatever. Before you, before you go to the next one, I think you're on your computer audio instead of the. I'm so sorry, y'all. No, 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 that's all good. We, you know, we had the to things do that we've gone through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah there it is. There it is. Okay. okay, okay. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Yes. So the next thing I would do. So a lot of the time, I'm sure that you guys didn't choose this major lightly. Like this is something that you're passionate about, something you care about, about um, something about. that you probably pray mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like this is something that you've wanted to do for a very long time. And so sometimes when we get into very stressful situations, um, when we have a lot to do, you can forget that I'm exactly where I mm -hmm. want to be. But this is just what mm -hmm. comes with it. I'm living in an answer prayer because I prayed a year ago that I would be here today, that I would be able to pass such and such class. And I passed it now, which means I'm here now in a different class. And so one thing I would do when I was just on days when I just wasn't feeling it, I didn't want to study. I didn't want to do anything. Um, I'm a big Pomodoro technique kind of person that helps me to stay focused. So I did 25 minutes on 25 minutes off, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so I would do that. And in my five minute breaks, I would write down everything I was grateful for. And I would just do it over and over again. I'm going to keep writing it down because when you get in that state of gratefulness and you're like, I'm living in an answered prayer, you're shifting your focus from, oh, this sucks so much. I hate this. I don't want to be here anymore to the fact that this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm grateful for this. I don't care what comes with it. Like, yes, it's sad, but I am going through these motions of becoming the person I've always wanted to be. And so that's another thing I would do. If high school, the last thing. High school me could see me now, boy. <laughs> really? Like, they will be so proud of you. Like, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And sometimes you just have to shift what you're thinking about. Um, the last thing I would do is I'm a big words person. So, like, the things that I say are very important. And so and and the I the make these things. Yes. So I make these things called, I call them, I call them battle plans because I felt like when I was okay. studying, I like, like I was fighting, mm -hmm. like, uh, 
I just, I don't know. I just felt like I was fighting. And so um, I write down like different Bible verses, like about like maybe fear about like, you know, God is with me, just like things that are lifting me up, helping me, me to remind me that he's yeah. here. And um, I would turn those into like sentences. And so I would just say them over and over in my five minute breaks. I would just be saying it just to kind of shift your mind to something different. So there's a verse in the Bible that talks about how powerful the word of God is, that it can separate bone and mm. marrow. I'm not no biologist. So I don't know what parts of the body that is, right, but keep I think that they're pretty they close. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. not, not, not my thing, Metal, but they're, yeah, but there's, there's just so much power in the things that you say. And there's also power in the word of God. And so saying those things over and over again, like, um, God has a plan for me, a plan to prosper, and not mm -hmm. to harm me, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Like, that's right. what's happening. Like the things that I'm feeling, the fact that I'm failing classes, that does not stop all that from happening. So those are three very practical things that I would do. Um, now you asked for... <laughs> motivational quotes and verses i'm so sorry that was it was either was... either one that was fine that okay. was perfect okay so i have a couple of them so one quote that i really like was opportunity is missed by most people because it's stressed in overalls and looks like work so when i was once again doing some research for my podcast i talked to another friend who's in dental school and he was telling friends me about places. maybe like the first year I said huh. friends in high places, dental school, okay. <laughs> Literally, like, this is going to be us in 30 right. years. Keeping the count of, like, dental school, yeah, right. law school. We, we got to like, <laughs> get getting up there. What's left? Right. So, um, he was saying about how hard it was and how, you know, he had to wake up at 2 a.m. to study and, you know, just long hours and blah, blah, blah. And basically what he was saying is that it takes what it takes. We get into these programs, you accept different types of jobs, you walk down different paths of life, and they're going to be hard. Like, that's what you signed up for. We know that engineering is not easy. I'm sure, George, people have told you that this is one of the hardest degrees that you yeah. can do. Yeah. And that's just what it is. That's what we signed up for. And so there is no working around the idea that you are going to have to put in your time. Like, that's just what it is. But just know that it's not for no reason. You're going to graduate with a job. Yeah, yeah, we like that. We're going to claim it now. <laughs> okay. I just have one more quote. And then I have two verses and then okay, I'm done. Sure, sure. Okay. But, so the next one is a quote by Michelle Obama that I heard. Um, I think I was listening to her audiobook, And she said, failure is a feeling long before it is a result. Mm. And so I feel like a lot of times we can feel like just like terrible but it's January. the The semester ends in April. It's we not over yet. And I'm even if you don't, that's what it is. Absolutely, yes, you have to keep going. Like it's the first test. Talking about come no. So I think that once again, like the words you say is so important, but also like being able to identify that like yes, something went wrong, but this is not how this is going to end. Like you make that decision. And so that's one thing I love about this quote. It's just that. It's like, yes, you can feel all these different things, but you're going to choose if this is going to end in failure or if this is going to end in success. It's all up to you. I'm very big on decisions. Um, so one of the Bible verses that I really liked that I, that I would say a lot um, when I was worried about something, especially, you know, you have tests to take, you might be worried, a whole bunch of stuff to do, worried. I know when I was doing my senior design project that week, very much 
worry, okay? <laughs> but um, so it's Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7 that says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So one thing that I like about this verse, basically going back to what I was saying about um, how I would write out the things that I'm grateful for. Um, this just kind of shifts your perspective from everything that's going wrong to all the things that God has done for you, how he has showed up for you in the past, which means he's going to be there for you right now, which means that you can ask him for peace. You can ask him for joy when you're sad and you're failing classes and things just aren't going right. Things are absolutely anything but joyful or peaceful, but you can still ask for those things and have them because your peace and joy is not tied to you getting an A, it's not tied to it was April for me and I had no job. It wasn't tied to that. I'm not going to sit here and think about that because I have a job mm -hmm. now. Like, why would I waste all that time stressing about it when everything was just going to work out in the God end? So shifting provide. your focus you once again. Exactly. It's Listen, the, like shifting me. your focus is Philippians 4 verse 6 through 7. Um, so yeah, just shifting your focus once again. So I think that helps. And then I love that it said that God guards your heart. He guards your peace. When you're focused on him, there's another Bible verse that says, I will keep you in perfect peace. All who like fix their minds on God. Like, don't be thinking about how you feel in classes. That doesn't matter. Okay. Just know that you serve a God who said you was right. going to graduate. He brought that you, you going to pass his class. DE class. He going to bring you through. Hey, it may not be the first time. Like, it may not come when you want it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, yes. Yeah, so it's going to happen. And then also, that just kind of reinstills that the journey that we're going on is not just for no reason. It's also not just to get jobs. It's also not just to make A's, but it's to continue to get closer to God and going through this process of ups and downs. It's going to show you right, who he you, is. Now, the last one. Like, you, God is bringing you through yes. this so that you can do those things, so that you can be exactly where you, yes. in places where you can have an influence on this project or this project. God equipped you for the project that you're working on. In in the work field or wherever you exactly you. exactly yeah, that's a great point, George. You have everything already that you already need. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's awesome. I love that you said that. Okay, the last one, and then I'll I'll, I'll be done. Your is mind. Isaiah forty three verse two, <laughs> and so this one I love this one, but it says, "When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not mm -hmm. drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up." The flames will not consume you. So I think a lot of times, one thing that I... You said Isaiah. I'm sorry, what did you say? 43 verse 2. Okay. Mm -hmm. But one thing I feel like I didn't understand coming into this program is that I was not used to things going wrong. So when things go wrong, it's like, oh, something is wrong. Like, this cannot be right. Like, I have done something terrible and I have to fix it because things are just not supposed to go wrong. But I think what this verse tells us is that it's okay if things are going wrong. Life is not meant to be linear. Everything is not meant to be perfect. That, that is just not going to happen. <laughs> but what does happen is that God is going to be with you and he's not going to just let you go. I'm not going to drown. I'm not going to be burned mm -hmm. up. Like, I'm not going to, this is not going to end in me losing. And so that's one thing that I would just keep real close because I'm like, all right, he told me he's going to be with me. I'm fine. Like, and I think one thing that I would also think about, like when I'm studying is like, 
I don't understand this, but I know that God does because he done made all this foolishness. Mm -hmm. Like you understand chemistry on a level that I don't. You understand how these molecules are moving through these pipes better than I do. And that, I mean, that can sound so impractical because like, it's not like he's just going to tell you the information, but it's like just being able to be in the presence of just safety. Like that just made me feel safe. Like I can just sit down and try to figure this out. And so, yes, I think that is all that I have to say. Right. I'm sorry, I keep you, doing no, things like that. that yeah, was you brought perfect. it up a little bit, George. When she was talking, <laughs> one ahead, one of the verses is another verse that I said. Uh, it's in Proverbs. It's uh, in in all your all your understanding. Oh, and uh, uh, trust in the Lord with all your mm -hmm. heart. Acknowledge Him in all your ways, and He will direct that your one paths. As well. It's one that's like uh, in all your getting, get understanding. But in all your under and all your getting of understanding, get knowledge or something like that. I forget which I'm gonna find mm -hmm. it. Uh go ahead. Yeah, go well, ahead. why you taking your time, right? I was thinking while you were talking, it reminded me of this quote. I don't even know if it's a real quote. It was just something I heard in the workplace over the summer. So I set it up a little bit. We were I was at my desk and I was working on something. And one of my friends came. He well, he was at his desk and his manager came in. And you know, we, they put all the interns in one room. So of course we all we we get a little nosy. We still we're still working, but we kind of listen in to what the managers are saying. And I remember my friend was designing this piece, right? And he was going through the piece. He was like, "Yeah, I printed it this way. I designed it so it can be printed this way, and I did it this way so we can save a little money." And his manager stopped him and was like, "Dude, here we build Ferraris, not Camrys, mm. right?" And that was just something that stuck with me the whole way because it was like, you know, when you have great purpose. Right, and you have all the tools you need. Don't sell yourself short, right? Yeah. Like, give you have access to all of these things. You have all this purpose within you. Mm. You have what you need to to build a great to 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 reach your purpose, yeah. right? So don't sell yourself short. And that was something I was like, I don't even know if that's a quote, but he needs to take that and like yeah, copyright that. And sure. if he doesn't, I'm uh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> Proverbs four. It it goes like the whole talks about understanding wisdom but in verse seven or five and seven it says get wisdom get understanding forget it not neither decline from the words of thy mouth forsake her not no mama uh <laughs> forsake her not the worst time every, every time. time i'm telling you every time we record my mama calls it it's like she can see us recording she, location. she knows as soon as you hit the Location, yes, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and all that getting, get understanding. Yeah, like ties back to what you're saying. Yeah, you um, kept saying it. You um, you keep talking about how when you were researching for your podcast and your podcast, and you're talking to all these people. Um, what we want to know because you know we have our podcast and our platform now that we we kind of had our idea for. What what fueled your idea? We're getting into the plugs. The safe space is what her podcast is called. Um, but what what kind of fueled your idea for for your podcast? So what fueled the idea was basically the whole thing that I've been telling y'all. Um, all the failure that I've mm -hmm. gone through. So I remember. Um, I think when I transitioned to UAH, it was in the fall of 2020, which was like in the height of covid and so all my classes were online which was a big mistake first semester me. at uah oh. yes so i i didn't know i didn't know anyone and all my classes were online That's so it crazy. it went really bad 
Um, and so I just remember waking up one morning and I was journaling and I'm like, God, why am I going through this? And you know how, I mean, you can't claim everything is the Holy Spirit, but I just had this idea that one day you're going to be sharing your story with other people to help encourage them and motivate them to get through. And so I just kind of kept that in the back of my pocket. Like, I didn't know what to do with that, but I just had it. And so as I kept going, because like it took me maybe like another two years to really understand and be able to separate myself from what I do and who I am. Like I am not what I do. And I think that was one thing for me that was causing a lot of stress and anxiety and me to just not try to do things because I was so afraid of jeopardizing my value that I wasn't going to put myself in a situation where I could fail. And so... A lot of that came from me understanding that it's not really the grade that I want. It's not the internship or the job that I want. Those things are not going to bring me peace or a life that's not full of stress. Because when you actually go to these places, as you continue to elevate through life, they come with more stress. It comes with things that are going to try you because it is there to help you grow. And so I had to really understand that the things that I really wanted that I was misnaming, naming it all these different types of things. I didn't want the degree. I wanted the peace and value that came with knowing that I am I am good. Like, I am okay. I am safe and I am protected. And I did not find that until I realized that God is enough, which means I can go through this life. I can fail. I can have ups and downs. Things cannot go wrong. People can fire me. People can not want me to be on their team. And I'm still okay. So I'm going to keep going. So that's really what started it. Um, when I was in my program, there were a lot of people around me who were really stressed and like sad. And like, it, I just don't think that you should be going through things and you have like this debilitating anxiety because of your classes. Yeah. Like, you kind of said it is. I don't like that idea. You kind of said it. Um, having a podcast and, and putting your voice out there and putting, you know, your experience out there and telling your story it reaches more people than you think it's going to reach and that's something that's been a blessing for our podcast we've we've had people that i didn't even know were listening that would hey this episode we did one on imposter syndrome someone was like that really it was what i needed to hear and yeah. it, it you don't really you don't really get how your story can help somebody else that's going on a journey and and doing their thing because you think i'm the only one going through it and i'm the only one stressed out i'm the only one feeling like this and i'm the only one struggling with these classes and failing these classes and but yeah. there's a uh we just uh, i didn't post about it yet but we just passed uh what did i take like 2000 all-time downloads i think we we creeping up on on yeah, 21 yeah, 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 creeping yeah. up on 2100 all-time downloads so Thank you guys for the support. Just snuck up there. We did. But like you said, podcasting and and putting our story out there and and providing, like you said, a safe space where people can come and listen and talk. And we can we can have these conversations when, you know, two, three, four, ten years ago, nobody was really talking about it like that. And like you said, we're now carrying that legacy and carrying the the black history into the future like because at one point this this future it wasn't nobody had thought about it yet and now here we are and it's gonna be it's gonna be history like 
the moment that yeah. just passes already history and we we, we got to keep moving and looking forward into the future so this has been a great episode um i don't think we have anything else to add any other questions here i, I say this this is like a real light question just for you right huge believer in chasing me a year mm-hmm. from now so real broad you know where do you see yourself in one year just what if everything goes right for Taylor? Where is Taylor in one year? Where am I in Very one much. year? Um, like you mean like professionally? Just or life. Like what you, what professionally, you like personally, like, yeah. relationship with God, anything. Um, I, I feel like in a year from now, I will be hopefully advanced in my career. Um, there are a lot of supervisor roles that are open and i feel like they're not going to be filled because our job is so like specific um so maybe in that aspect they open for you yeah i could listen i i do not know but um i am hoping to just be continuing to um walk in whatever it is that god calls me to whatever it is however that that looks like um I'm hoping to, you know, make relational advances and I'll just leave it at that. Um, And I'm hoping, you know, just to continue enjoying life and just living it to the fullest, however that looks, whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping to be more consistent on my podcast like you guys are. I don't know. You can label us as consistent (laughs) right now. We're on the way. Chamber, but we're far from consistent. I can tell you that much. Life is life is life thing. It's life thing. But you know, it's It's a process. process. It's fine. And you guys are in school. So. And it used, yeah, to, it used you know, to be a whole lot easier yeah. doing this when we was in the same. Yeah, right, you just wake just, your roommate up. Like, and, come on, hey, let's record this. Come on, let's record. Two in the morning. <laughs> Things oh are not quite God. the same. Right? Yeah. Man, that was crazy times. Starting recording the two, finishing at four, editing, five, oh to get the cow three at nine. It was oh my God. Time. What a time. What <laughs> it was. Time. It was foolishness. Wow. Mike, do you live on campus at UH? No, thankfully. Well, not Welcome thankfully. Yeah, their domes are pretty nice. But no, I got away. I got away. Oh, nice. So we kind of have this... Uh, we didn't really know what to call it because at the end of the episodes, we started rambling. But uh, we call it snack break now. Um, this is late. Oh, you, was, you missed it. The number four. Is. Lunch. Hey, bro, it's been a long time. <laughs> Lunch podcast. I thought he was saying it's no. late. I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, we we call it snack. <laughs> I was like, we call it snack break at the end of the podcast, and we kind of just you know talk and uh, ramble. Just yeah, go. whatever, whatever we want to talk about. This is a question though. We're not gonna keep you long because we know you're a busy. Person. This is a question we have though. Fine. What what snacks you been on recently? Snacks. So I I like pretzels, okay. like the butter snap. Mm-hmm uh schneider i don't know if that's the name of the brand we i know but they're like in a brown yeah, and see, yellow bag I see the one you talking about yeah, I, know oh, yeah. talking about. I like those i'm not a super big snack oh, person okay let me ask you but i like those i like tried them peanut butter filled yeah ones my grandparents used to eat them they're like peanut butter filled pretzels i know i know it sounds bad but trust me i was i was tossing them i can't lie i'm not gonna lie off the face, I can tell that's not that's not. No, 
That's not the match. That's not the one. That doesn't sound good, George. Oh, it was good though. It was good. I mean, it's not. It's and not it bad. Protein. It's I was looking like for some special. protein and like peanut butter. It's like you you had peanut butter crackers. Jeez. I like yeah, those. It's like peanut butter. Okay, yeah, well, maybe, it's maybe. like a adjacent. Not, not that far. <laughs> it's still You're different. Telling me no. Yeah. When you, when you like a peanut butter cracker, you get a lot of crackers. Uh, but you know, right. the peanut butter pretzel is just like a. You still get a gobble peanut <laughs> butter. That, that that's not for everybody. It's, it's like it's like it's too much there's something about the pretzel and the peanut butter that's just not right but the cracker because the cracker is like soft it'll melt in your mouth i guess so. but the pretzel I get that. I get that. see it's the chemistry <laughs> she knows the combinations trying to teach you, uh, that is not what ratatouille <laughs> those are not the combinations that he had i'm just telling you man. that's yeah. not Some the combinations be sneaking up on you you gotta you gotta just try some how how is you gonna find the good gotta, combination you gotta to try some of those how you gonna find a good combination you but sometimes it. some stuff just doesn't need to be nah. found you know like that's very true i have a friend she's super big on putting sugar in her chipotle and I'm like, that's fine. My Chipotle's fine. You know, I don't need sugar. like I'm sugar, when it. I talk, I can't yeah, wow. six or five or six packets of sugar just open. And in my head, I'm like, it. That's why? But why? Well, you know. I know. Speaking of found, so it's like, it's it's like, crazy. Speaking of found, Taylor, tell the people where they can find you and more of you. Oh, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Taylor uh two ends xx just it's in the description <laughs> yeah we're gonna we gonna put it we're gonna <laughs> tell you where to find it and george you've been saying the name of the podcast wrong it's the safe place but that's okay place, i don't I'm hold sorry. it against the you. safe place no, correct okay. them. let them know where where is the safe place where where can you find it so it's on apple Podcasts and on spotify okay. too that's everything. Yeah, that's, 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 that's where you yeah. need to find podcasts. The big two. That's, <laughs> that's literally everything that matters. If you're using anything yes. else, no disrespect, but just right. stop. Yeah. Everything else is futile. <laughs> yeah, I think that has, this is, episode has been really good. Taylor, thank you for coming on and speaking with us. This has been amazing. Thank you guys for having yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, of course, if, uh, if we have anything else, we will, uh, we'll hit you. Um, of course, if you would like to have us on your podcast as well, we'll we'll we can get all that worked out. But um, real superstar that's podcast, and that's the that's the real one, big times. But uh, oh my god, this please. has been late for lunch. The number four. If you uh, if you're looking for us, you can find us on our podcast page. Anywhere you can find podcasts, it's all the same. It's this is gonna be on YouTube as well. Hey YouTube. Uh, it's late. <laughs> the number four. Lunch podcast. I have been clueless. I'm still just. And that is Taylor right there. Thank you for coming on with us. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. L for L taking no L's. Hey man, you gotta start letting us know when we're doing facial recordings, bro. You see all this, bro? I, I gotta clean bro, up, see, man. You see, I ain't even getting oh haircut since 2023. Cat, I had to throw him in the pineapple right quick one time. Last time I got shot, it was 2023, oh, man. It's been a minute. That's a very long time. Yeah.
unhealthy. 